the I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Go 5 Welcome to the Patoni Show right here on Mojo 5 I'm your host, Patoni. And by now, I would imagine everyone has heard the good news. That good news being that Andrew Coppins and I are teaming up and we are doing a show every Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, leading up right into the rants of Izzo. Uh, we are starting on July 6th, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So the corporates behind the uh, behind the, uh, the, the the videos that you've seen over the last week or so of the uh, hooded dude and the uh, muffled voice, that was between Coppins and myself. It was actually a lot of fun um, to to a make those, but to and b to see everybody's reaction behind it. Um, pretty much all the hosts at uh, Mojo Five O were in on it, um, so then they all played it up, and, and they, they did they did a great job. And uh, <clears throat> it was funny though because last week um, there were there were a few people when we when it was, when initially aired on Defenders Live um, the first video. Because um, we did a grand total of three. Um, and a lot of people actually thought it was me. Um, it was not me. That one actually was Andrew Coppins. Um, and so, and a lot of people actually did think it was Coppins as well because he he threw them off with the uh, uh, Bible verse at the end. But he tried to use a different one um, just for the sake of... Uh, trying to throw everybody off and trying to make it look like oh someone's trying to copy Coppins kind of a deal. So and which it actually did it actually threw some people off because it wasn't the same Bible verse. Um, and then I did the second one actually. Um, we both had inputs in each other's scripts and everything like that. Um, I actually did the second video, um, and I just I cut my um, sign off short and just said Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> Uh, and, and it was just fun. It was fun to watch people's reactions. All, um, and then, uh, of course, I threw the Bells of Liberty under the bus. Um, they were in on it. Thank you, ladies, for uh, actually having some fun with us and uh, playing along with our um, with our fun. Um, we, we, we do appreciate it. Um, and then uh, we also threw Matt Holloway in there and he got really involved because, you know, he did, he did the video of him doing the evil laugh a couple times and, uh, it, it, uh, everybody just had a lot of fun doing it. And so, um, I think you can expect a lot of really cool things coming out of the new show. Um, we are going to do WTF segments every Wednesday, um, or at least that's the plan as of right now. Um, we're going to do like a uh, what what uh, Coppins calls a fish fry Friday. 
where it's it's kind of like um, a roast, if you will, of people doing stupid stuff all week. And we're going to, uh, wink, wink, uh, do the Richards of the week as well. And uh, we may even do like a monthly Hall of Fame. I don't know. We, we, we've, we've thrown around a lot of ideas. Um, I've thrown a lot of ideas around of, of some things I did on some other radio programs I've worked on. Um, I used to do a book author segment where I would actually, we would uh, get a review copy of the book and then bring the author on and have an interview that way. Um, I've got some other things in mind too. I know Coppins does as well. We're just, we've got a lot to play with. Uh, We've got a lot that we're working on and we're going to make this show just awesome. And what really started this all guys is, um, is, is you. Um, And I I think uh, when, when you guys, uh, heard Coppins come on my show uh, a couple months ago, and uh, he did a show with me. And uh, I mean, we just clicked. I mean, it, it was it was one of those we felt like we've done a show together before. Um, are we are we perfect yet? No, by no means. I mean, we've we've been working on some things, but uh, we're going to get there, and the chemistry is going to be just fantastic. I I am so excited to be working with him. Um, he is. Um, well he, well, he very much is a critical thinker, and what I love about him is that he will challenge your thinking. He will. He's already done it to me, and it's something that I appreciate because it challenges my views and the way that I look at things. Um, because I'm not necessarily always right. I try to be, but but I'm not always right. No one's always right all the time, and uh, so. It's it's just been a lot of fun to work together, and funny enough, he and I have actually had some disagreements when it comes to the upcoming election. Um, there's certainly evidence to to support both of our sides of of the election, um, and, and what we think is going to happen, um, and what we think should happen for um, you know either both Biden or Trump. Um, so, so like we, we, when we talked about it and, um, we ultimately ended up disagreeing, but, but it was, it was fun. It was a fun conversation. Um, we intend to bring conversations like that to the new show. Um, and it's just going to be a lot of fun. Um, some of you have actually also asked me what's going to happen to my show here on the weekends. Um, the answer is very simple. You guys are getting me six days a week. Um, there, there, there was no way that I was going to give up my show and all of this. Um, I, I, I do. This is what I love to do. You guys have been listening to me for over a year now. And you know that for me to miss a show, A, it takes a lot. It takes a lot for me to, to just miss a show. Um, because this is something that I truly, truly love doing. It is something that I look forward to Every week, uh, I, I love doing the research that goes into all the stories that I cover. I, I love interacting with all of you over on the MeWe and the Twitter and Facebook. Uh, I mean, my show would not be where it's at today without this audience. Um, and, and you guys are just absolutely fantastic. And my, my dream is to not just keep growing my show, but to keep growing Mojo and to keep growing this audience. Um, and I think... Uh, Coppins and I going weekdays together is, is going to help with that. Um, and, and it's just something that I, I am so excited for. And I'm, 
I'm so incredibly honored that, uh, you know, Andrew actually uh, called me one night and invited me um, to be a part of his show. So uh, tune in Monday through Friday, starting July 6th at 6 p.m. Eastern. We're on 6 to 7 every night, leading in right into the rants of Izzo. Um, and it's just going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, you'll actually catch me on later today too. I'm actually going to be on, uh, critical thinking with Andrew Coppins and we're going to be talking about the show and stuff. And of course we'll get into a normal show and stuff like that too. Um, but we do talk a lot about those things as well. And we'll be promoting the show there as well. Um, we may have some appearances on uh, other shows next week. Um, that is TBD. Um, We'll definitely keep you guys posted on what shows, if any, that we do appear on um, to promote it as well. And it's just it's going to be a lot of fun. And I can't emphasize this enough because social media is a very powerful tool. Ultimately, that's what I've been doing to help, you know, grow my own show, get my content out there. It's how most hosts work. Um, you know, Coppins is on the locals now. Um, you want to download that locals app, by the way, because um I'm also looking into it, and, and the patterning show may also be featured over there as well. Maybe doing some other things with that, um, and so be 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 growing that there as well. Um, and it's just a way to kind of um, basically go with go where we are not going to be censored. Like look, look, we are on the Twitter and the Facebook and YouTube, and um, and we're all just, we're, we're frankly sick of it. We want our voices to be heard. This is a free country. We all have different perspectives, and, and you know, Coppins and I have already talked about it. It's good that we disagree on some things. It's good that we challenge each other on things. It's how we learn. It's how we grow. Um, even if I were a Democrat or he was, was a Democrat and a leftist or whatever the case may be, I could still have a great conversation with him. I could still learn from him. I hope that he could still learn from me. I have friends on the other side, as many of us do. Um, and I've, I've learned a lot from them. I hope they've learned a lot from me. Um, not everybody that, that you know holds the opposite point of view is a bad person. Um, misguided, maybe. Um, but we all have that opinions about each other. Wherever we disagree with each other, we all just like, you know, they're, they're a little misguided on this particular topic. But at the end of the day, we're still friends. And so um, we are going to be um, bringing those challenging ideas to the table. And I hope that you'll interact with all of us, too. That means uh, tweeting at me uh, using uh, at the Pat Oni show on the Twitter. Um, I still use the hashtag stand with Mrs. Pat. I use the hashtag um, loyal conservative resistance um, and also use the hashtag now with, with the new show starting uh, six at six. Um, so that is hashtag six at six. Um, and it's uh, just six th at six. Uh, and so it's uh, uh, we've been using that as well. So you definitely use that. Help us promote the show. Um, you know, and obviously follow Andrew Coppins as well. Um, and you can also find me over on the Facebook. It's facebook.com slash the Pounding Show. You can find me over on the Instagram. It's just the Pounding Show there as well. And you can find me over on the MeWe. And I tend to be there every Saturday from 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern. I tend to be on all social media channels. Um, and uh, you can just find me there. I do love chatting with everybody. Yes, my show is pre recorded. Thank you, Stephen Airy. Um, and, uh, so, but I will be, I, I generally speaking in there to hang out with everybody. 
the best thing that, that this audience can help us do at this point is not just promote my show, but definitely promote the new show. Help us grow it. And, and the only way that we know how to grow it is to keep sharing it. Um, it, you have to share the content on social media. I can't stress this enough. You can, it's not enough to just like something. It doesn't go anywhere if you just like it. You have to share it. Um, it's also better if you put a caption to it um, and, and give people something enticing to actually look at and to read or to listen to. Um, it, it really helps us a lot. That's how we grow this audience. It's not just us, the host, you know, putting out content. It's also the audience sharing that content. So please, 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 I cannot stress this enough. Please share our content. And I'm not just saying my show or cop and show or whatever the case may be. I'm talking about all of us here on the Mojo Five O network. Every single one of us have great content. There's not a host on this network that I would not get behind that. They do not have a good show. Everyone here has a great show. Everyone here puts forth the effort um, and the time and, and the content um, that, that makes their shows worthwhile. Um, the Bells of Liberty are on before me. They were great sports, you know, helping us with this whole thing. And I really, really, I really do appreciate them. Um, but they are fantastic to listen to. Um, Jason Gouffre, Defending 2A, is on right after me here every Saturday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Um, and then, you know, Matt Holloway. Matt Holloway is another great one. Um, he's part of the Millennial Conservative Resistance as well. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, he, 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 the man just does a lot. Um, everybody here does a lot. So I, I cannot stress that enough. But uh, thank you, thank you for tuning in, and uh, I, I hope you guys are looking forward to um, checking out the new show and uh, just 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 hanging out with us. So just remember, Monday, July sixth at six p.m. Eastern, and uh, tune in. It'll be a lot of fun, and we'll be on every day, and you'll get me six days a week. Um, and then the other thing too is uh, I should mention the Mrs. Pat recipes, which I'll be getting to here at the bottom of the hour. Uh, the Mrs. Pat recipes will be exclusive to the Pat Oni show. Um, they may make an appearance every now and again on the new show, but they generally speaking will be exclusive um, just to the Pat Oni show. Um, so uh, you'll definitely want to keep tuning into my show every Saturday from four to 5 PM Eastern. All right. Speaking of, of Joe Biden and Donald Trump and, and politics and all sorts of stuff, let's get into it. Let, let's let's check it out because there's there's some things that I think uh, that are worth talking about. This is actually something that the cop and I actually talked about, and this is actually the very subject that we disagree on. Um, and, uh, and I don't know explain why. Um, and it's just the way we look at the polls are a little bit different than the other. Um, and that, that's really what it boils down to. Um, it's not that he's right or I'm right or he's wrong or I'm wrong. It's just that we, we just have a slightly different perspective. Um, and that's okay. One of us will be more right than the other in the end, and that's fine. Um, but uh, looking at the polls, um, Joe Biden is now leading Trump in six key battleground states. He's actually leading Donald Trump in the national polls as well by a fairly decent margin. 
granted, we have 130 some odd days left in the election or until the election. So there is a lot of time for things to change. I mean, 100 plus days for an election. That's an eternity in politics. It's a really, really long time in politics. Um, But uh, right now, Joe Biden is particularly leading in Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. Um, Trump actually won, I believe, all three of those in 2016. Um, But right now, um, let's see. White House, the registered voters in Michigan is uh, 50 to 40 or, or 47 to 36% among registered voters in Michigan, uh, 40, 50 to 40% of voters in Pennsylvania, and then 49 to 38% in Wisconsin. Guys, if you listened to my show last week, I basically said the polls do not matter at this point. And, I, and I'll even make this case a little bit stronger. When I was working with the Mia Love campaign back in 2012, um, we, Mia Love was leading um, Jim Matheson by like five or six points with a few weeks left to go in the election or until the general election. Um, which, I mean, in, in this poll... The, the poll that was saying this, typically, if you're leading by that much in that particular poll, that person wins, right? That's typically what happens. Mia Love lost in 2012. She was leading in that poll, and she lost. She lost by less than 1% of the vote um, for the congressional district um, for in, in here in Utah. 1%. That's how much she lost by. Um, she came. She then ran again, and then won election in 2014, and then she won again in 2016, and then lost again in 2018. Um, my point is, is that polls can say whatever the hell they want. Um, I can make statistics. I had a roommate that always would say this. I can make statistics say whatever they, whatever I want. Um, Trump won these states last time. I don't know that he's going to win all of them again. I think Michigan is probably much closer than 50 to 40 or no, 47 to 36 percent among registered voters. I think it's much closer to that because look at what's happened in the state of Michigan. We have, we, you have, you have a progressive governor that's, that's shut down the state um, and, and hurt the economy. You've had protesters out there protesting the shutdown. Um, and then, you know, of course you have all the racism stuff that's going on as well. And, and, and Trump's taking a lot of heat of that and, and, he has suffered in the polls because a lot of the racism issues right now, because he, and and if I'm being completely honest, he hasn't exactly tied up all this racism, racism stuff in a nice little bow for people, for people to like or appreciate. He he is a very brash president. Um, He's a very um, hardline president. 
Um, he, he doesn't just, he doesn't coddle everybody. I think like a lot of people would like, especially when it comes to these kind of issues, because frankly, racism most of the time anymore is overblown. We don't intellectually, we're not intellectually honest about racism. First of all, which you've heard me talk about before. And we throw around the word racist way too loosely, way too loosely. I mean, just because people didn't support Obama in, in 2012 or, or, or um, 2008, uh, people were automatically labeled a racist because they, they didn't like the guy. I didn't really care. Uh, his policy sucked. That's why I didn't like Obama. Um, and he just wasn't that good of a president either. Is Trump a good president? By comparison, I think history will tell. I think Trump has done a lot of things that is very good for this country, but I think he's done a lot of things that people don't like, um, which could make this election very difficult for him to win. But on the flip side, I laugh at the idea of of Joe Biden because we're all going to sit here and call Trump a racist when when, when indeed he is not. Um, A lot of people think he is based upon comments he's made or... Uh, things that he may or may not have done when in reality it's not necessarily racist at all. Um, But Joe Biden has been in Congress for how many years and has done what for race relations? What has he done? Um, I mean, he has arguably a, a racist background himself, but yet people are willing to put him in office because he's not Donald Trump. And that's, I think, what these polls are saying right now is that a lot of people are are polling more for Joe Biden because he's not Donald Trump. And but something I agreed with Coppins on on profusely is the VP pick for Joe Biden is going to play an integral part in his election bid. Um. And so, um, basically, what that means is that um, <clears throat> he he has to be very, very careful about who he chooses. Because, and because of that, and this is where Coppins and I actually started to disagree, if he's not careful, he's going to alienate the moderate vote. And a lot of people who are undecided in this election are going to be pushed more towards Trump. Um, but you could also make the argument that the polls are showing that people are very decided about who they're going to vote for. And that's where Coppin's argument came in. And so if he were to choose someone like a Kamala Harris and Elizabeth Warren, Coppin's argument is that it's all about that base. And that it's going to be the base that that we need to be concerned about the most. Um, and, and whose base shows up on election day. I don't disagree. I mean, either one is going to be their base. Um, I think the Democrat base, it because it's Joe Biden, because a lot of people really don't like Joe Biden, it could be 
much lower than what you think. I don't think people are excited about Joe Biden, which is why you need the moderate vote too, if you're Joe Biden. But if you if you take someone like a Kamala Harris or you take someone like an Elizabeth Warren, you're basically reuniting and igniting Trump's base. So those picks aren't necessarily smart picks. And that's where it gets kind of scary for 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 Joe Biden. I want to continue this conversation because I'm coming right up on a break. Before I do, let me tell you a little bit about preparewithmojo50.com. Right now, times are uncertain and we need to be prepared. We need to be prepared. Most people don't have an adequate food storage. If you go to preparewithmojo50.com, you can get your four-week food storage or food starter kits from my Patriot Supply. They're only like 197 bucks and shipping's free. Normally on the regular market, you're looking at 200 bucks plus shipping. It's for a four-week food emergency supply kit. So go to preparewithmojo50.com and uh, get your four-week emergency food supply kit today. You listen to the Powerly Show right here on the Mojo50 Network. And I will be right back right after this. Track student loans can get your student loans out of default. Stop any wage go. Hi, it's Doc Thompson for Matthew 25 Ministries. Matthew 25 Ministries is one of the few charities I'll actually endorse because I know them. I've worked with them and I know almost all of the money that you donate goes to help people. Go to m25m.org. m25m.org. Here's important new information from the Diabetes Solution Center for you, a family member, or a loved one suffering with diabetes. If you have lost your provider or if you need a provider for diabetic supplies, you may qualify to receive your diabetic testing supplies now with little or no out-of-pocket cost, regardless of your age. All you need is Medicare or private insurance to be potentially eligible. Call the Diabetes Solution Center right now for details. Just takes a couple of minutes. Our friendly, knowledgeable agents will give you free, no-obligation information. Handle all the insurance paperwork and make sure your supplies are delivered directly to your door for free. Call U.S. Medical Supply 24 hours a day. 800-597-9323. Call right now. 800-597-9323. You know what makes you feel really good about yourself? Doing something good for somebody else. And if you'd like to do that today, go to jdrf.org. Join them in the fight against type 1 diabetes. jdrf.org. It's something good you can do for the world. jdrf.org. Welcome back to the Pat Oni Show right here on Mojo Five O. I'm your host, Pat Oni, and uh, you can find me here every Saturday from 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern. You can find me over on the Twitter at the Pat Oni Show. Use that hashtag, Stand with Mrs. Pat. You can also use the hashtag, Millennial Conservative Resistance. And for the time being, you can also use the hashtag, uh, 6th at 6. Uh, as Andrew Coppins and I are teaming up and starting a new show on. July 6th at 6 p.m. 
Eastern. Uh, you can also find me over on the Instagram. It's just the Pounding Show there as well. Facebook is just facebook.com slash the Pounding Show. Um, you can also find me over on the MeWe. Um, and so I do tend to be there every Saturday from 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern chatting with each and every one of you um, and and having some fun. So you can also uh, tune into uh, Cop and Show today uh, starting at, uh, let's see, 6 p.m. Eastern. Um, so uh, tune into that because I will be joining him there as well. We'll be talking about the new show, amongst other things. So definitely tune in today um, to Critical Thinking with Andrew Coppins. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to be very, very honest. Um, as you heard me in the top of the hour say, the Mrs. Pat recipes will be exclusive to the penalty show, that is no lie. Um, they, they may make it onto the new show on occasion. Um, however, for this week, I do not have a Mrs. Pat recipe. And I will tell you why I don't have a Mrs. Pat recipe. So a couple of years ago, and some of you may have seen this on social media already, but I'm going to announce it here. Um, a couple of years ago, um, it's actually more like two and a half years ago now, um, Mrs. Pat was at work and um, she slipped on a green pea. Yes, you heard me right. It was green peas on the floor. Um, it was a pea pod that she slipped on and she completely dislocated her right knee. I'm not talking about dislocating your knee from your kneecap. I'm talking about your femur going behind the tibia. Um, normally it takes a very, very extensive trauma um, to do something like that. But my wife has well her family doesn't have very good knees to begin with um almost everybody in her family has significant knee problems um due to having loose joints and other complications around that area in their legs um and my wife happens to have a lot of that um because of that and because of the nature of doing something like that um she tore Everything in that knee that included the meniscus, uh, her ACL was completely gone, and then all of her other ligaments had partial tears. So, her LCL, PCL, and MCL. And I was at work and got a phone call from, from her boss, and uh, um, I, I immediately went over there and uh, she, got, she got on an ambulance. We went to the hospital. And then she was in the hospital for a few days after that. Um, and normally when you do something like this, you it you could uh, actually uh, tear the artery in your leg as well. That was a risk. Thankfully, she didn't do that last time. She didn't do it this time either. Um, but um, and, and speaking of this time, what ended up happening is on Thursday, um, she went outside uh, to to take care of our dogs. And we were in the process of getting a new fence put in our yard. And so we only had poles in our yard. And um, 
we couldn't we couldn't put our dogs out back just to you know go run around and be dogs and all that sort of fun stuff right so uh, we had to get lines for them and we tied them up to a couple of trees and you know they they were consequently on these leashes well we have a puppy that is give or take 20 plus weeks now and he got wrapped around one of the poles and of course, I'm at work. I'm working from home. My my office right now, you know, for for my day job is the kitchen table. And my wife, she she could hear you know the dog whining, you know, from inside. Um, he was right near one of the windows, and so she she went over to the window and she looked at him. She told me to come here, and so I went and I looked, and he he had this very sad and pathetic look on his face as he was wrapped around the pole, and he couldn't figure out how to get unstuck, and he really couldn't go anywhere. So my wife decided to go out and fix it. Meanwhile, our other dog is also tied up. Our sprinkler, we have a sprinkler system here, and it had just finished within, oh, give or take a half hour or so of... Uh, her going out there so it was still wet um, it was drying up but it was still wet and it was still a little bit muddy in some spots well she stepped in just the right spot and it was it was still slick right there it was still muddy and she slipped and she fell and I watched the whole thing happen and the next thing I know is that she's screaming at me that she did it again and um, the look in her eyes was it's nothing a husband ever wants to see. And I know I'm, I'm, I'm making this more dramatic than probably what it ever needs to be. But for my wife, this is a very scary thing. It, I mean, it the last time she did that to this knee, it really traumatized her. And she really, really struggled with it. In fact, she really struggled with it mentally um, for several months after the fact. Um, and so I ran out. I got both my dogs away. She told me to call 911, which I did. Paramedics came. They got her some good drugs and uh, they, they got her on her way to the hospital. So um, I wasn't far behind. I went to the hospital as well. And she, um, I actually had to wait like 10, 15 minutes by the time I got there uh, because coronavirus, apparently. And, um, you know, I had to put on my mask and everything like that. And, um, which I hate doing, but I, I I did it in this case. And uh, normally, in most cases, I actually tend to refuse to wear one. Um, but in this case, I I'm like I I got to put my mask on. And um, they they made me wait. They made me wait for a few minutes because they had to make sure she was in a secure room. Um, before they would let me go back to see her. And both of us were just you know we're, we're antsy at this point because. Um, you know, I mean, we're, we're the only, I'm the only person that she has here at this point. I mean, 
our nearest family members are um, a few hours away. And um, that, that being her, her siblings and her parents. And so, um, you know, she really wants someone in there with her. By the time I got in there, they had already taken x-rays and stuff. And uh, the doctor came in and she, thankfully, she had not completely dislocated her knee like she did last time. Um, but they think um, that she uh, tore her LCL um, and that um, there, there, there could be another ligament in there that may be affected as well. We're, we're, we're not 100% sure yet. Um, we, we've got some tests that we're going to have to get done here in the near future um, and, and see where we go from here and how we go about resolving it this time. Um, and basically what ended up happening is she's been living, part of what caused this too is she's been living without an ACL for the last two and a half years. They weren't able to completely fix her knee last time due to some unforeseen issues during during the surgery. Um, and, but no steps were really taken to to take care of it. After the fact, I mean, they just kind of threw in physical therapy and said case closed. Um, and so now it's now it's this battle of trying to get all this figured out. And um, she's ultimately in good spirits. Um, I mean, she's frustrated. She's angry. She doesn't want to have to do this again. And this is actually the third time that something has happened to this knee. She she blew her. ACL a couple years before we even met, um, had it replaced, you know, then had the accident a couple, uh, about two and a half years ago, and then now this one, all on the same knee. Um, and uh, my heart goes out to her. Um, so therefore, no Mrs. Pat recipe this week. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't going to ask too much of her. Um, so hopefully, uh, we'll all have something for you guys next week. Um, so I don't have a new one. I guess I could do an old one. Um, I, I didn't uh, prepare one in time though. So um, maybe I'll just, I'll, I'll dig one up and just share it up on social media. But I, I didn't dig one up on for the show this week. And I, I do apologize, but uh, just been a lot, a lot going on the last couple of days with Mrs. Pat. And uh, I'm sure she appreciates the prayers and well wishes and good vibes that you send her way. I know that I do. Um, this audience, like I said, is incredible. Um, I really do appreciate all the love that you have shown me, um, and my wife over the last year, um, as we've been doing a show here on Mojo Five O, and, and of course she's been an integral part of the show. And frankly, um, if I haven't said this before, I wouldn't be in radio if it wasn't for my wife. Um, it was something that I wanted to do. She knew I wanted to do it when we got married. Um, and it's something I had been working towards for a very long time. And I finally got my shot a couple months after we got married. And I almost didn't take it. I was too scared to. Because I wasn't, I wasn't sure if I was any good. I wasn't sure if I even really would get a legitimate shot. Um, I was even scared to take... Um, a host job here at Mojo Five O, um, because I'd never hosted solo before. When I first started, I had never hosted a show by myself. I had hosted segments by myself, 
but to do an entire show by yourself to do an hour i mean just one hour of of being here talking behind a microphone is incredibly hard um i mean it's not hard for me now don't get me wrong but when i first started it was incredible i can't tell you how many different times i would record myself because i wanted things to be a certain way Looking back, it was stupid. It was stupid of me to do it that way. Because I, I knew, and I, and I wasn't, I, I, I always wanted to be myself. I always wanted to be me behind the mic. But I always wanted to say things in a certain way and, and, and do things at a certain time. And rather than just get a flow going. And I learned that over time. And, but the bottom line is when I, when I got the email from Ron, uh, inviting me to become part of the Mojo Five O family, I almost didn't do it. And it was Mrs. Pat that encouraged me to do it. I, I absolutely love and adore my wife. Yes, I give her the business. Yes, I make fun of things. Yes, I I do all those things just like any uh, good husband should. And I over-dramatize things a lot of the time, as I always do. I mean, it's just part of who I am, I guess. Um, and it's just a way for me to have fun. But uh, I really, really do appreciate all of the... Uh, prayers and good vibes that you guys have sent our way so um thank you and um i'll I'll keep you i'll keep you guys as updated as i can um but uh, she's doing okay now i mean we're home um they actually released us a couple after a couple hours of being in the er yesterday um she's home resting i mean she's able to get around okay um, I mean, she's on crutches and or a walker kind of depends on whatever she feels like needing in, in that moment. Um, but she, she's able to get around. Okay. Um, but, uh, she's, she's got a bit of a road ahead of her. And, uh, so we, we really do appreciate all the prayers and so on and so forth. All right. So let's get back into the show. Um, I, I do want to get into, I, I want to pick up where I left off with the whole Joe Biden thing, but before I do, I do want to get into the, what the fire truck segment of the week. And I, I can't, I can't begin to, I, I don't even know where to start with this. I used to really like Johnny Depp, but to quote Glenn Beck, um, because I, I actually stole this phrase from him. He he mentioned this a few years ago on one of his shows. That Johnny Depp is a slumber party in a Ferris wheel right away from being the next Michael Jackson. And I tend to agree with that. Especially after seeing this particular headline. It says Johnny Depp to star in kids series promoting gender and race equality. Let me read that again so that you can digest it. Johnny Depp to star in kids' 
series promoting gender and race equality. Well, okay. Um, So actor Johnny Depp will be joining the fight to promote gender and race equality by lending his vocal talents to the children's show Puffins, in which he will play the character Johnny Puff. And that's original. Um, The project will be made in a concert with an Italian company. I'm not even going to begin to know how to pronounce that, which was previously produced uh, Waiting for the Barbarian, starring Johnny Depp, Mark Rylance, and Robert Pattinson. Puffins will will be a mobile-first short-form tune series consisting of 250... Five or 255 minute episodes that follow adventures of a group of cute birds who are the servants of the wily walrus auto. Um, and it will promote positive messaging and weaving in themes such as gender and race equality, um, and environmental protection. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, environmental protection. That's, that's good. Mm-hmm. All right. We're we're uh, he, he he says we're so happy to re or they said they were we're so happy to reunite with Johnny for a second project, uh, experiencing a new avant garde project like this short series alongside Johnny has given me more conviction to champion experimental genre and format fusions. I am beyond grateful that Johnny has shown belief. In the project, sharing his thoughtful artistic ideas and are providing real added value to the Puffins universe. Um, let's see. Then goes in to talk. Oh, oh, oh here, here we go. Uh, as the Black Lives Matter protests have gripped the nation following the tragic death of George Floyd while in custody, a Minneapolis police officer, Johnny Depp, has been vocal about his views and race relations and creating equality in Hollywood. As the majority of American people are global community and extended family humans helplessly watched a man die on television, I too was exposed to the atrocity of blatant barbarism, ruthlessly cruel cruelty, and unmitigated lack of humanity. Um, a handcuffed man pleading for his life lay prone with the full weight of a man sworn to defend the peace on his neck. The victim was of this heinous act of cowardice George Floyd told uh, George Floyd told the officers that he could not breathe as he called for his his dead mother uh, how could our collective hearts not break as his face was ground and mashed firmly into the pavement by those sworn to protect him and all of us just as I desperately hope will address the horror of the, of Officer Chauvin's nonchalance and indifference to his participation in the agony and suffering, and untimely the and ultimately the murder of fellow traveler George Floyd in a grotesque illusion of the abuse of power. Uh, okay. Here here's my thought on this. Um, I mean, this it seems a little grandstanding to me. Um, the reason why this is in WTF is because we're subjecting our kids to this crap. Uh, 
I mean, what what happens? What happened to the idea of just making a cartoon for the sake of making a cartoon and just entertaining kids? What happened to that idea? I mean, we've seen this takeover with things like Sesame Street. We've seen this takeover recently with Looney Tunes. Um, I, I mean, it, everything has just become so PC. Whatever happened to just letting kids watch cartoons and letting them get it and a letting them get into the cartoons and and hopefully being entertained by it or, or having a good laugh by it. I remember growing up, Looney Tunes was some of my favorite stuff. It was something my, my, my parents grew up on, but it was funny. It was, it, it was entertaining. Um, I mean, I also watch shows like, uh, I mean, I, I was a big Batman fan. So I, I watched the, the animated series of Batman. Um, I, I mean, everything is just so PC now that, that we're just, we're trying to control every little detail that we're putting into our kids' minds. I'm not saying that kids aren't susceptible to certain things. I'm not saying that we, we shouldn't be teaching our kids good behavior and, um, you know, teaching them uh, how to how to think and, and on hard issues and how to develop their own opinions and things like that. But when when did we just stop letting kids be kids? Why do we have to make a cartoon series that is all about promoting gender and race equality? It's ridiculous. It's laughable. And of all the people you could choose, you choose Johnny Depp? The man's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs as it is. Um, and so it's just like, okay, I mean, whatever. I mean, people can do what they want. They can make this show. They can show it to kids. I mean, whatever is fine. But what's a fire truck, guys? I mean, WTF? This is this is um, it's ridiculous to say the least. Uh, <clears throat> getting into so oh 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 oh, and speaking of racism, I almost forgot about this. I, I have this clip pulled up. You think George Floyd was really about racism? I mean, if you break it down to the cop, to George Floyd, yeah, maybe. But if you look at the nation, like all of our politicians that have been grandstanding and and virtue signaling all the racial problems in America right now, uh, that that they really care about taking care of race relations. I have a clip for you from Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. Here it is. For the families of Floyd Taylor, of George Taylor. I only will do that if you tell me that this legislation is worthy of George Kirby's name. We'll play that again. Families of Floyd Taylor, of George Taylor. I only will do that if you tell me that this legislation is worthy of George Kirby's name. Okay, okay. Do you guys get what's happening here? Let, Let me play it one more time. For the families of Floyd Taylor, of George Taylor. I only will do that if you tell me that this legislation is worthy of George Kirby's name. It's absolute BS. They don't even know George Floyd's name. They forgot his name. Guys, when, when, when something like this happens, and you see injustice like this, and you've seen his name in the media for weeks 
really what over over a month now anyway and all of this has been happening how do you forget his name how how do you forget george floyd's name because supposedly his was the case that started all the writing and looting that's been going around the country i i think it's much deeper than george floyd i don't think it was george floyd himself that started it But how do these Democrats who claim to be champions of racial equality, of all of these issues that our our country is facing right now, how is it that they forget his name? The answer is very simple. They don't care. They never did. They don't care about George Floyd. They don't care about George Floyd's family. They don't care about anybody being shot on the streets. They care about what can be used for their political gain. They care about what can hurt Donald Trump and what can help Joe Biden at this point because we got to get Donald Trump out of office. Yeah, Joe Biden's leading in the polls right now, and he's got a fairly decent lead on uh, on Trump. He's he's what just a little over nine points on Donald Trump right now. But we have a long time to go in this election. A long time to go. Lots could happen between now and then. Joe Biden doesn't have that great of a record on racism either. But man, the Democrats don't want you to know that. They absolutely don't want you to know that. But yet here we are, folks. This is this is it's all politics. And, and people, I saw I saw a, a meme the other day that's saying uh, not all racists, uh, not all people who vote for Trump are racists, uh, but uh, all of them who do vote for Trump are saying that racism is not an important issue or something along those lines. The same thing's true about Joe Biden. But yet you're willing to vote for him because he's not Donald Trump. And I and here's the thing. I see people putting up like like the Joe banners on, on their profile pictures on Facebook and stuff like that. All I can do is laugh. All I can do is laugh because they're arguing, well, Trump did this and Trump did that. Joe Biden's done a lot of the same stuff. Oh, and... Joe Biden's been in in, an office for how many years and hasn't done a damn thing. So realistically, watch who Joe Biden's VP pick is going to be, because based upon who, who that pick is, is going to depend on whose base that unites. And where does that push the moderate to undecided votes? That's where this election is going to come down to, in my humble opinion. We'll see if I'm right. But, uh, yeah. All right. Well, until next time, i got to tell you a little bit about cat coolers. So, going camping? Going to, well, probably not going to a ball game right now. Maybe you're going to a protest. Maybe you're just going down the street for a neighborhood barbecue. Either way, you need to get yourself a cat cooler. Because cat coolers keep your food and drinks cold for up to seven days. Seven days, folks. Uh, 
I don't know of another cooler on the market that does that. I'm not saying that there aren't other good coolers on the market that that are, are worthy or anything like that. But uh, I, I know, for me, I would much rather have my food and drinks cold for up to seven days. So go to Cat Coolers, use the promo code MOJO50, and uh, get yourself a Cat Cooler today because they are freaking awesome. And you don't want to not have one. You can listen to the Pounding Show right here on the Mojo 5.0. I will still be here every Saturday from 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern. Um, and then tune into the Coppin Show or Critical Thinking Today with Andrew Coppins. I'll be there. Remember, don't get lost. Remember who you are, and no means no. And Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. We'll see you next week. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Fox. The I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.